You are now tuned in to Poppy Chulo Radio, your web portal for the best in pop culture news and interviews. All magic comes with a price. The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Storybrooke. Welcome to Storybrooke Weekly Mirror in Hyperion Heights, the unofficial Once Upon a Time podcast, a PoppyChuloRadio.com original series, Poppy Chulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Friday, February 9th, 2018, and I'm your host, Jeffrey Arruz. During this podcast, get ready for a spoiler alert as we bring you the latest in Once Upon a Time news, casting scoops, spoilers, and ratings. Please welcome my co-host, Katie. Hi, guys. It's been so long. It's kind of nice to be back and talking with you all. It's been ridiculously long. I know it's very late to say it, but Happy New Year, Katie, and Happy New Year, listeners. Yeah, Happy New Year to you, and Happy New Year to everyone else out there. Yes, it's our first time getting together uh, this new year, and unfortunately, we have to talk uh, some serious stuff. But Mm -hmm. before we get into a thorough recap of the latest Once Upon a Time news and spoilers, here's our announcer with a few special announcements. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio podcasters discussing some of your favorite television shows. Visit poppychularadio.com slash podcasts for a complete list of all the podcasts that we produce. You will get up-to-date information on whether the podcast is currently releasing new episodes or if it's on hiatus. You will also be able to click a link to either take you to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or the Poppy Chula Radio archives to download the podcast. To binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio podcasts, visit poppychularadio.com slash podcasts. Would you like to be one of the podcasters on this podcast discussing your favorite television show? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. We are always looking for new voices to add to our collection of podcasts. To become a co-host you must be at least 18 years old. You must be comfortable sharing your opinions. And you must be comfortable using Skype. There's no podcast experience required. So if you think you have what it takes to be a Poppy Chula Radio on-air personality, email talent at poppychularadio.com. We look forward to hearing from you. This is a Poppy Chula Radio special announcement. Poppychularadio.com is currently looking to expand its web presence, and we're looking for your help. If you're a fan of Poppy Chulo Radio and its signature series, please visit GoFundMe.com slash Radio and help us with our campaign. Every dollar amount donated will be improving the Poppy Chulo Radio experience and making it more interactive and user-friendly. We thank you in advance for your support. This has been a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. We now return you to our regularly scheduled programming. Thanks, announcer. All right, it's time to get a little spoilery. Let's dive into some spoilers for upcoming episodes of Once Upon a Time. This is an official spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Check out our official Facebook like page by visiting facebook.com slash storybrookweeklymirror. And you can visit my website at storybrookmirror.tumblr.com. We'll always have all the latest news and spoilers, But, unfortunately, that will be coming to an end shortly because it was announced that this will officially be the last season of Once Upon a Time. Cue sad crying faces. Uh, So, season seven will officially be the last. Um, There was... There was a lot of really heartfelt, emotional, 
nostalgic posts that were done by all of the cast, lots of guest stars actually as well who, you know, we haven't thought about for a very long time. And there was two really great articles that were put out. So we're going to go over those. Um, we're going to go over Adam's statement and all of that um, coming up. But first, kind of wanted to just uh, talk back and forth with you, Jeff, on our feelings on this. So what were your first reactions when you heard that this was going, this was officially going to be the last season? It's funny because I had like mixed feelings of surprised yet not surprised. Mm-hmm. I think I was more so surprised at how early they announced it. Yeah. And I was not surprised because I feel like deep down inside we all saw it coming. I think for me it hit me like a ton of bricks. I think it was at the end of December, beginning of January tvline.com was doing a uh, ratings report for all of the major networks so nbc cbs uh, fox the cw and abc and they basically released a list of all of the shows that air on said network and what their ratings were the um Mm -hmm. you know the key demo and i saw that once upon a time was the lowest rated drama on ABC. And I was like, that doesn't bode well for Once Upon a Time at (laughs) all. I mean, even though, I mean, I could have sort of, um, you know, tried to uh, say, you know, it it did save a lot of money because it got rid of uh, a lot of the cast. And so these new people, you know, are... um, cheaper to pay than uh, veterans uh, in the series you know that maybe they'll get rid of another veteran or two and they can continue on you know you could sort of say maybe because of uh, you know an international deal or the Netflix deal maybe it could potentially but once I saw it I was like all sort of like the the excuses that you could give on potentially why it could be renewed kind of went out the door for me at least and I was like you know what I think this could potentially be canceled more than likely it'll be canceled and mm-hmm. i just hope that uh, they're given enough of a chance to uh, wrap up the current storyline because if you think about it they did wrap up a lot of the major arcs i mean obviously they got rid of a lot of uh, the characters that were there since day one mm-hmm. so it's not like they have a lot to really wrap up but it would be nice for them to sort of like wrap up all of the storylines that they set up all the questions that they set up at the start of this season as well as mm-hmm. giving the couple of veterans that stuck around and the couple of veteran characters that stuck around their happy endings and potentially, you know, maybe we'll get the chance to see some of our favorites that had to leave uh, before the season's over. So uh, so mm-hmm. it was like a mixed bag for me, but I completely understood it. And I was like, you know what, this is probably the better decision. And yeah. uh, I'm just glad that they have the chance to wrap it up. It isn't... Um, And we sort of brought this up a a few times. It isn't like a castle type of situation where (laughs) they canceled at the very last minute and then they do a little um, silent montage at the end to allow us to know that uh, it has a happy ending. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, so so I was I was actually more fine with it than than not. I mean, obviously, Mm -hmm. it's sad because I do enjoy the show. And uh, for anyone that has been obviously listening to this podcast i really have enjoyed the season i know that it has a lot of hate from like the purists but Mm -hmm. uh for the most part it has been a solid season in my opinion it really has it really has um and i think i was talking with friends about it and when the show was canceled and we were talking about it and you know what are our feelings and because all of these friends, we all met because of this show. And, you know, a couple of them, you know, have dropped off after the last season because they didn't care that much about the new characters coming in, blah, 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 all that stuff. Um, and, you know, they're still very nostalgic about it. But um, I think, and I think especially for me, 
and for all of them as well, is we felt like our true series finale was season six, the end of season six, because, you know, for six years we had had all of these characters that we'd had from the very beginning, and they all, pretty much all of them, finished their storylines in season six, and we didn't get to see them pretty much, except for, like, maybe one episode in this new season anymore. So that really, I think I went through more of the emotions I always thought I would have when the show got canceled back then. Like, when Jennifer Jennifer Morrison was announced um, to be leaving the show officially, that's when I, like, really had all of the emotions Mm -hmm. um, that I always thought I would have. Like... (laughs) I remember it that post. So stupid, yeah. I feel like I like cried that day, and and I feel like that was the ending for me. And this season was a nice bonus spinoff, almost, where we still got to see some of the characters that we've loved, you know, maybe for an episode or two. Um, but we really got to explore a little bit more of the world that Once Upon a Time originally created, and um, take a character. And age them up and get to see his story with all these new characters, which was really cool. And it was a nice spinoff. So when the show was canceled, I wasn't very shocked, kind of like you. Um, I think at the beginning of the season, I was very 50-50 on what was going to happen. I felt like it was this was more than likely going to be the last season. But... You know, there's still that hope that, oh, maybe it will go past another season. But, uh, yeah, definitely towards the end of the first half, I definitely knew that this was more than likely going to be the last season. Uh, And I, I feel like it's time. I feel like they've had a nice last season to kind of progress this character of Henry and give him a little story. Um, with some new characters and get some interesting twists there and have a little spin-off. Um, and now we can end on a good note. Um, now that we've said goodbye to most of our main cast, we can say goodbye to the rest of the characters. And it makes me... Ha- the happiest thing out of all of this for me is that they canceled it sooner rather than... Or announced the cancellation sooner rather than later. So there's so that they can properly write an ending without giving us, you know, too much of a cliffhanger just in case there was a season eight. Um, and I feel like that's that's good on ABC's part, that they, that they recognize what Once Upon a Time has brought to their station um, and is appreciating them in the way that they're giving them, the writers and the cast, um, this option to end on a really good note and possibly bring back original characters, maybe for guest spots in the finale. So that that's really neat to me. Um, and very, uh, I'm very appreciative of that. Um, so, you know, we didn't have to have like a castle finale, like you said, that was very disappointing for pretty much all the fans. So Absolutely. this was good. Yeah, this was good. I totally agree, so, and uh, yeah. I think what's, I think we have to remember, seven seasons is an impressive run, especially it nowadays. Is. It really is. I mean, I remember the first time I ever, I mean, the way I got into Once Upon a Time, I think it was, I was scrolling through Facebook one day, and for some reason some ad popped up or something that said that ABC had picked up this show about fairy tales. And I was like, oh, that sounds kind of good. So I went and read the description and all that, and I you know, put that on my to-watch to list later. And I, fi- I knew when I read the description, I thought to myself, this is going to be a show that I love. But it's going to last for, like, one season and then get canceled. Because that always happens to me. And for this show to have gone on for seven seasons is amazing. I feel like it was one of those shows that kind of just broke through the ice of, you know, all the procedurals and stuff that were going on at that time. And was something very different in and of itself and something that wasn't on TV very much if at all, at that time. And it just brought this whole new element of um, something fresh, which was so cool. And I loved it so much. And I am 
I'm so happy that it has lasted this long. Yeah, so it's quite amazing that it's lasted this long, and I know that we're both grateful for that. 100%. Yeah. Okay, so I think I'm going to start reading the cast um, goodbyes and farewells. And uh, if you want to read, I'm going to read a majority of them. But if you want to see all of them, um, I would say we have a special tag, actually, for them all. And um, you can find that at storybrookmirror.tumblr.com forward slash tagged forward slash S7 colon and they lived happily ever after with a space between all those words. So if you can follow that link, um, we have there's four pages of farewells and goodbyes. If so not, just do a search on her Tumblr. Just and do a search on Tumblr as well. Yeah, yeah. If you that's right. If you do a search of and they lived happily ever, yeah, ever after, it will pop up. So. Make sure you do that. There was a lot of really good ones. Um, but I'm going to start with Adam's um, statement after it was officially canceled. Um, and here's what he said. He said, thank you all for seven amazing years of Once Upon a Time. Seven years ago, we set out to create a show about hope where even in the darkest of times, a happy ending would always be possible. But we never imagined the happy ending that was actually in store for all of us. Years and years of adventure, romance, magic, and hope. We're so grateful to our brilliant collaborators, the cast, crew, and writers, as well as our partners at the studio and network for making this journey possible. But most of all, we want to thank the fans. Their fierce loyalty and devotion was the real magic behind Once Upon a Time. We hope they join us for these last few hours as we journey to the Enchanted Forest for one more adventure. Um, okay, so EW and Variety did two really in-depth articles um, after the ending was announced. And the, but basically what they did is they interviewed Adam and Eddie. And there were a lot, there's a lot of really good content in there. I'm just kind of going to kind of briefly skim the surface. Um, so you definitely want to look up EW and Variety um, Variety sites to find these full articles because I spent a long time reading them and there's so much in there that you definitely don't want to miss if I don't get to that. Um, so starting with Entertainment Weeklies, um, they said, what came with the decision to end the show. Was that ABC's decision or yours? Eddie said, listen, we love the show and we were happy to continue going on, but collectively they felt that after seven years and 156 episodes, it was time. For us, we're like, it's a hell of a run. We never thought we'd get to seven episodes, let alone seven years. And then Adam said, it wasn't like it was a shocking phone call. We've had conversations for a while about what this year would be and whether it would go on or not. And if this could be the end, so we've been so we've been prepared for this for a while. The network has been incredible partners with us the whole way, as has the studio. Ultimately, it's also a business, so it becomes about is it financially viable to keep going forward. So there's all that kind of stuff that we generally don't deal with because we're just focused mostly on the creative. We reach that point where it's like, okay, now it's time to wrap it up. This has been an amazing 156 episode run, and let's all be proud of what we've done and try to wrap it up. And then Eddie chimed in and said, it's time to declare victory and go home. Um, then Entertainment Weekly asked, what was your first reaction when you found out once Upon a Time was going to be wrapping up this year. Eddie said we felt grateful for the opportunity. Obviously, we felt sad that after seven years of living in this universe, it's over. It has been so creatively rewarding, but at the same time, we've got everything out of once that we ever dreamt of, and we really can't complain. And we really can't feel sad. We just feel really grateful for what we accomplished. 156 episodes, seven years is a good run. And then Adam said, it's funny because it wasn't like it was a shock. When we spoke on the phone with them about it, it was more like, okay, it's time. This feels right. This feels like we've had a great run. Let's try to end the show in a way that will leave the fans with a good feeling about what once was that will stay with them past the end of the show. Um, so 
basically, Entertainment Weekly kind of went into, like, a season eight. Um, did ABC, they asked them, you know, did ABC give you any notice? Um, give you give them enough notice that they were able to properly wrap things up. Eddie said that, yes, I would say that we did not go into the season assuming there would be a season eight. So we had two paths for the finale, one where it was close-ended, one where it was open-ended. We have been building toward it the whole year anyways, so instead of a cliffhanger, a cliffhanger, it will just be a close-ended story that wraps it up. But we are prepared and ready, so we weren't shocked by it. And then they asked, you know, did you have a plan for potential season 8? And they said that, yes, we did have a plan for a potential season 8, just because, as I said, we went into the year knowing one of two things were going to happen. So throughout the year, you don't ever want to be surprised if you can. So we had a plan for season 8, but that's okay. So they asked the question as well, and this is important for the finale. They said, with all of that said, will you be bringing back any of the originals for the series finale. Eddie said we'll have some familiar faces from the first six years return in the finale. So, I guess we can look forward to that. Um, we'll see what they can pull off. I think they're filming the 18th episode right now. So, um, it'll be interesting to see who they can get back. Yeah. Um, when yeah. do they typically film the finale? Because I think it usually happens around the same time every year, right? I believe so. I want to say yes. So maybe I like think... March? End of March? Yeah, I feel like that's about the right amount of time. Okay, so there's time. And they could always film people separately and that kind of thing, just in case. Yeah, exactly. So... I guess we'll see what happens, but um, it makes me excited to see what they're going to be able to pull off. Yeah, I know that we already sort of passed it, but I just want to make a note. I hope that uh, I'm going to I'm going to assume that they will do some sort of post mortem type of interview once the yeah. series finale airs, and I hope that they mention sort of. Uh, I hope someone asks is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> what season eight would look like. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's what I'm hoping they'll do. Um, I feel like that gets asked most with most shows that end. Like, what was your plan going into the next season? What was it going to be about? So, I'm hoping. I would like to know what it was going to be about. So, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Or mm -hmm. that would be interesting to at least learn. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay, so Entertain Entertainment Weekly also asked, at its core, what has been your mission statement with the show? Eddie said, It is what Snow White said in the pilot about believing in the possibility of hope is a powerful thing. When we started the show, it was in the wake of the financial crisis. Everything felt very cynical in the world. Everything felt very dark. Ab and I really wanted to capture a show about hope. What we loved about fairy tales was the idea that your life can get better no matter how dark it seems at the moment. I think that's what we've tried to make the show about, and that's what started it. That was our mission statement. Then Adam said it was also about the show it was also about the show can be dark, but we never wanted it to be bleak. We always wanted there to be a light at the end of the tunnel. We always wanted there to be this sense of hope and that things can get better and that there is joy and love to be found in life. As you mentioned, a lot of critics did not think you would that we would even make it this far. Even Katie. Yeah, exactly. I really didn't. <laughs> um, this is kind of a fun question, and I feel like it gets asked a lot, but with the series finale coming, we're going to go over it anyway. So they asked, what's one character that you always wanted to do but couldn't get or couldn't Find a way to fit into a story. Eddie said, we have three episodes left, but for me, it has always haunted me that I've never done Mr. Toad. I know he's obscure, but I always liked the idea of the Mr. T of Mr. Toad, but we just never found the right story. And then Adam said, I definitely agree with Eddie about Mr. Toad. We never figured it out, but you know what? I'm going to say flat out no. I think we got to do all of the ones that were at the top of my list. There's no regrets like I oh, I wish we had gotten to this, or whatever. And then Eddie said, we pretty much swept through all, except for maybe Country Bear Jamboree. And then, this, these, are, these are the last two questions on the article. Um, 
Entertainment Weekly asks, looking back on the series, what has been your point of pride? And is there anything you would have changed? Adam said, I'll start with the second part first, which is that I wouldn't have changed a thing. That's not to say that we were perfect. Far from it. I would say that the process of learning and making mistakes is not something I could ever replicate. It's unique to the experience of doing once. Anything that worked, great. And anything that didn't work is great because it helped us get to the stuff that we did next. As far as point of pride, putting that sword in Snow White's hand and having that be the first time for me, that's a real point of pride. I'd have to agree with Eddie. Being able to take an iconic character like Snow and do something that we didn't even set about to do, it's just what felt right for us, and it didn't even occur to us at the time that it was a big deal. But it is. The original Snow White is a brilliant movie and a product of the time, and we hope Once Upon a Time is, in its own way, a product of this time in a positive way. So that's the end of the Entertainment Weekly article. Um, Now we're going to start with the Variety article, which is another really great article. They get into a little bit of different things, so um, definitely check that out. Um, I'll try not to go over anything that we anything that we went over before. Um, They posed the question, back in January, Dungy said she hoped the show would be back. What changed? Eddie said, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, perhaps she was answering that question about S.H.I.E.L.D. I think that after seven years and 156 episodes, I think they felt that it was time to bring the show to an end. Um, Then they also asked, you know, how do they feel about it? And they brought a little bit of different spin into this article than they did at Entertainment Weekly. Um, And Eddie said, When we premiered, we premiered against the World Series and football, and we were literally every critic's first pick to be canceled. So the fact that we're now 156 episodes later, I feel like we have nothing to complain about. We've had a great run. We have had so much fun doing this, and the success of the show was bigger than we ever dreamt of. We can't do anything but say, Awesome. And then Adam said, look, we didn't think we'd go seven episodes, so let alone seven years. So it's been it's so it's been amazing. The whole time we've had incredible support from the studio, the network, but even more importantly, we've had incredible fans. The show has created a universe of fandom that is amazing. It's been so supportive through all the years, and that's something we never really could have dreamed of. So in every way, it exceeded our hopes and expectations. And then Eddie said, I don't think we ever dreamt of a once convention. We were just trying to not be the first show canceled. So they asked the question, when did that decision come down? Did it happen in time enough for you to write to a series finale? Eddie said, we went into the season knowing that it was a possibility. There was no guarantee. We were taking a big risk. And so we had two different scenarios for the finale. And so we're going to go with plan B. They also, um, they've been talking... They talked in both articles about, you know, what it was like to switch from the original cast to a whole new cast for this last season. And then Variety also asked them, how much impact do you think that the time slot shift to Friday night had on the show? Eddie said, obviously, when you go to Friday nights, the rating goes down. But I also think that if you just look at any show that is longer than five years, that's what happens. It's hard to ask people to watch 156 episodes. So the fact that to us, we still have this core fan base is incredible in and of itself. So I don't know how much was Friday night and how much was just the age of a show in a different market today. Adam said, we're glass half full guys in the sense that we went to Friday and through all the airings, the show has actually been remarkably stable. Yes, at a lower level than it's been, but the audience that's been there has been there and the There's people on DVR watching it. It's just not at a level that is sustainable anymore for the network. But the fans that are there have stayed there, and I think that's been very gratifying. Eddie said, I also think it allowed us to take more of a risk. We felt like Friday night was a safer night to take bigger risks than, say, if we were still on Sunday. And Adam said, after seven years, to still be given the chance to take those risks has been an amazing thing. And we're grateful for all the audience that has come along and been there the whole time. 
Um, they also asked the question, are you leaving the door open for any spinoffs or sequels still in the work? Eddie said, the show is a giant spinoff sequel. Every year we felt like we rebooted it. Every year we would take it somewhere else. So there are always spinoffs to be had. I wouldn't close the door to any of it. Will Adam and I do it? I don't know yet. I think for us right now, we're really en- we, we've really enjoyed the seven seasons and we're feeling like we might need to take a break. And then Adam said, but it's been wonderful, and we hope that Once Upon a Time can live in some form, whether it's spinoffs or redos or comic books. We love our fans, and we hope that they can t- continue to enjoy this world. Um, then they said, the Variety asked, what was the reaction of the cast and the crew to this news? Eddie said, it's kind of like when someone lives to 108. You're sad they're gone, but it was a good run. And that's what I, I think what Once was which is we never thought we'd get this far we've had a great run and we really can't complain about anything because we got to do everything we've ever set out to do twice adam said on our part there is zero bitterness or unhappiness or disappointment even it's more of a sense of accomplishment and pride in what we've done and we've worked with amazing people from the cast to crew to the networks and the studio this has really been a dream run and then eddie finished And in addition to the fabulous cast, there are the guest stars we've had the pleasure of working with, from Barbara Hershey and Giancarlo Esposito and Jamie Dornan and Sebastian Stan and Millie Bobby Brown's first role was Our Little Alice. Um, Then the last question, of course, asked was, as you look back, what are you proudest of? Eddie said, for me, I think the scene when the evil queen bursts through the door and Snow White steps in front of Prince Charming and grabs a sword. That was the very first time Snow White had a sword in Disney history. We were very proud of that moment because we didn't realize it. For us, that symbolized what we wanted, which was damsels were never in distress. In fact, they saved the day. And then Adam said, a moment that stands out for me that I've always think about is the end of season one when we've been working really hard all season and we've done the finale where the curse breaks we gather the cast and crew to watch it and i have been working so hard that i hadn't stepped back stepped back to thinking about it much and saw everybody really get excited by it it was one of the first giant risks we took creatively where we said we're actually going to take what people assume is the premise of the show and boom it out and force ourselves to reinvent the show as we go along every year and it seemed to work and when we saw the reaction to it i remember thinking wow this could actually work it's going to be scary and hard but we might have something here and i was wrong this is the last question that they asked can you leave with one word to describe the series finale adam said i would say hopeful so there are our um our uh, kind of brief glimpses into the um interviews definitely go check them out if you want to catch everything that was said there was a lot of stuff posted that i just didn't get to so definitely check those out but for right now i am going to find and go through some of the best um cast cast farewells we'll call them um, that were posed. Um, we will start with Lana Perea's because I really liked hers. Um, she posted, I'll never forget the day I walked into audition as Evil Queen Regina for Eddie and Adam. I was wearing all black, of course, and had this crazy dreadlock looking wrap draped over my shoulders. I had no idea where this pilot was going to go, but I knew it was something special. I walked out of the audition room, and down the hall was an old photograph of the original Evil Queen herself. I knew then something magical was about to begin. It's been seven years now, and I couldn't be prouder of what we all have created. Adam and Eddie had this crazy idea in their minds years ago, and it turned into a fantastical phenomenon. This show has touched so many people's lives, changed them for the better, has inspired us to grow in ways we never could have imagined. It's brought hope joy, friendships, and love to so many. I'm lucky and blessed to have been a part of it for seven years. I want to thank the cast, our incredibly hardworking crew, and the writers for your dedication and hard work over the years. Thank you to the studio and network for believing in us, supporting us, and giving us a home to tell our stories. But most importantly, I want to thank our fans. We honestly wouldn't be here without your love, support, and loyalty to once. Thank you for standing by us 
us all of these years. We hope we've made you proud and that the magic the show has brought into your lives never dies. Thank you for all you've given back to us in return and always remember to keep that magic alive. Signed with love, respect, gratitude, and honor, Lana. I really liked her goodbye. That was a really nice one. I agree. Yeah. Um, Danya Ramirez wrote another great one as well. She wrote, Thank you, Adam Horowitz and Eddie Kitsis, for their incredible talent and imagination. You have the ability to make non-believers believers by simply allowing us to enter your mind through your scripts. Thank you for allowing me to come play in your magical kingdom. I will never forget my time and once upon a time, and I will forever be grateful to you both and ABC Network, ABC Casting, for having such an open mind in your diverse casting choices and allowing me the opportunity to be your Latina Cinderella. It is such a joy to bring her to life, and I am honored to be a part of such an amazing cast. To all the cast and crew members of Season 7, I have loved every moment we have shared on screen, and most importantly, off. You are all one of the most talented group I have had the pleasure of working with and one of the most fun and genuine group I spent time with. Finally, to the fans, please know that we have the second half of the season to share with you and we look forward to being back on your screens March 2nd. Thank you for your continued support and loyalty to a show that has been year- yours for seven seasons. Many thanks to you all for sharing this time with me respect- respectfully. I feel so blessed to have my children, family, and friends live this life knowing as a Latina woman, I got to play a badass Cinderella for Disney. You have changed my life forever. Happy endings are real. The American dream. Those are hashtags. (laughs) She's famous for doing lots of hashtags. Um, Alison Fernandez wrote... I'm hurting. Once Upon a Time has been an amazing journey for us all and for our fans worldwide. Everyone is so proud and appreciative of the hard work and creative talent that Eddie Kitsis, Adam Horowitz, and all the cast and crew has brought to the show. I will truly miss you all. Rose Reynolds posted a nice, short, and sweet one as well. She said, It has been an absolute joy working on this season of Once Upon a Time. Cast, crew, everyone, you are family. Thank you. And thank you to everyone who took that leap with us and came for the ride. You are wonderful. Much love. Um, And then a bunch of the guest cast wrote tons of stuff. Um, Like Victoria Smurfett, who played Cruella, wrote a huge congratulations to all in front and behind the scenes of Once Upon a Time. What a ride. What joy you've brought to millions. Sarah Tomko wrote, she played Tiger Lily. She wrote, seven years ago, we set out to create a show about hope where even in the darkest of times, a happy ending would always be possible. That was a quote from Adam. She said, thank you Once Upon a Time for letting me be a part of all that hope may the whole show cast and crew find a new hope ever onward christy lang who played maid marion wrote congratulations to the entire cast and crew once upon a time on your amazing seven years it was such a blessing to be part of your story and thank you to the fandom for your continued support Jacob Davies, who played young Pinocchio, wrote, Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to play Pinocchio. My time on your show has been life-changing. I would like to thank the fans of the show for their love and support over the years. You are an amazing group of people. Chris Galthier, who played Smee, wrote, Thank you so much. To say the once experience was great would be an understatement. I'm simultaneously heartbroken for it to end and filled with deep gratitude at what I got the chance to experience. You created a world full of love and hope and left it for us. And then Barbara Hershey wrote, I had a great time on the show with all the lovely people on it and behind it. So enjoyed being Cora. Love to Eddie, Adam, Lana, Rebecca, Colin, and everyone. And the wonderful fans for the show. And uh, the Keegan Connor, who played the Blue Fairy for many episodes in the series, wrote... Well, can't help but feel blue to hear the news. What a magical ride. Thanks for having me along, Adam and Eddie. Much love to all you wonderful oncers that I have met around the world. Karen Davis also posted a nice um, Instagram post. Um, She played Jasmine last season, I believe. 
She wrote, Well, it was one amazing, magical carpet ride that I will cherish for years to come. Truly blessed to have been a part of Once Upon a Time and welcomed by such a lovely and supportive cast and crew. Congratulations, Adam and Eddie, for making such a special show for seven years, crossing borders and touching hearts around the world. To the amazing Once Upon a Time fandom, thank you for welcoming me into the family and embracing my Jasmine slash Shireen. Grateful for your love and kindness. Andrew J. West also posted something. He plays the adult version of Henry, if you didn't know that. He wrote, Thank you to the fans of Once Upon a Time. You graciously welcomed me into the Once Upon a Time family as a new version of a character that you have loved for many years. And for that, I'm forever grateful. I also love this character, and I'm so excited for you to see where this journey will take him and his family over the final 12 episodes. So happy to have been a part of such an epic and long-lived tale. See you in a few weeks. Emily DeRavin, who played Belle, of course, wrote, From my first day on this magical set, I fell in love with this incredible cast and crew, and shortly after with our incredibly devoted and loving fans. Thank you to everyone for having me along for the ride of a lifetime, and to Adam and Eddie for reading this special version of Belle for me. So much love, Rebecca also wrote a really nice post. She wrote, Great. This is the first word that comes to my mind when I once upon a time. This role of Selena came to me at a time in my life when I needed it most. The show came in and scooped me up in its arms and took me on a journey I couldn't have imagined. I've learned so much as an artist, but more importantly, as a person. You, the fans, have embraced me and made me feel loved and seen in a way that has changed me for the better. Selena taught me how to be me, that no matter your past or your mistakes, every day is a new opportunity to get back up dust yourself off, and keep going. Thank you, Adam and Eddie, for giving me the gift of playing the Wicked Witch. Thank you all for watching and being there all the way. So much love today and forever. Next, Robbie Kay wrote something. He played Peter Pan in Season 3, and he's been in a couple episodes since then as well. He wrote, So honored and grateful to have been a part of the wonderful creation that is Once Upon a Time, an unforgettable journey. Adam and Eddie, thank you for giving me the opportunity to put a fresh take on the legendary Peter Pan. To all of you that have watched the show, thank you. You are a special group of people, and the show is so incredibly lucky to have fans as brilliant as ours. Lots of love. And now we get to Jennifer Morrison's. She wrote a nice post on Instagram as well. She said, what an amazing, life-changing journey of magic and hope. Thank you to Adam and Eddie for trusting me with Emma Swan. Thank you to the incredible cast, and mostly thank you to the creative team and crew of Once Upon a Time. The endless hours of hard work and devotion that every crew member contributed to the show is what made magic possible every week for seven years. I'm eternally grateful to everyone, and a massive shout-out, big hug, and giant thank you to all of the fans. You made once what it is. You all inspired us every day. Thank you for all the love and support for the show over the years. The Oncers made dreams come true. You are all heroes in my book. Emma Booth also wrote something. She plays Gothel in the latest season. She wrote, Thank you once upon a time for open, opening me up to an incredible and absolutely divine bunch of actors who are now like family and make me laugh more than anyone I know. This show is magic, and I can't wait to come wrap up my time in Vancouver soon. What a blessing. I've learned so much on the show. Not only has it changed me as a person, I have developed an incredible and undeniable love for the show's fans. You two have become like family to me. So take the magic with you always my evil witches or shall I say warrior witches you've got this and may you never be the same Sarah McCulloch who is the leaf lady the famous leaf lady on the show she works with all the foliage um, she's she's such a fun character and she's kind of become big with the fans she wrote I was informed today that we weren't coming back I'm sad and it's bittersweet the leaf lady rocked it for seven years and she posted a bunch of behind the scenes photos so definitely check that out um 
Jane Estenson also wrote something, and of course, as you know, she's my favorite writer on the show. She wrote a lot of really great episodes. She wrote, Season 7 of Once is going to be the last, and we are cooking up a fantastic series finale for all of you. It's very rare for a show to last this long, and all the credit for that goes to you lovely viewers. Thank you. Aw. Yeah, such a sweet post. Um... Kind of rounding out on the last page here, Bridget Hales also wrote something. She's one of the, I think she's been on the show for a couple seasons now, but she's another writer. She wrote, when I started on Once Upon a Time, I had worked on a total of eight hours of produce, of produce, of produced television. As I walk off the show, it will be 74 hours. This experience quite literally changed my life and my family's life. I will forever be grateful. Then Giles Matthew wrote something. He played Gideon. He wrote, or the adult Gideon, I should say. (laughs) He wrote, what an honor to have worked on such a wonderful show that many had previously worked so hard to create. Thank you to those people, crew, writers, actors, and of course the fans for allowing me to hop aboard to play Gideon. I will look back with such fond memories on my time. Think this behind-the-scenes pic is brilliant. Always room for a laugh. And uh, the behind-the-scenes picture is of him, uh, Robert Carlyle, and Jennifer Morrison, and they're kind of goofing around, so that's kind of fun. Beverly Elliott, who, of course, played Granny, wrote... Granny! I know! I love her! (laughs) She wrote, Bye, Once Upon a Time. You gave me an amazing six years. I can't thank you enough for this experience. Our loyal fans that kept us going, the superb writers, production team, cast, and crew, love to you all. Off to another, off to other magical adventures. Sean McGuire also wrote something. He wrote, Sad to, and he played Robin Hood. Just so y'all know. He said, Sad to hear that Once Upon a Time is coming to an end. It was a great honor playing Robin Hood. I will cherish the incredible friendships I have made and always be indebted to the incomparable fans around the world who have given me so much. I wish love and the best of luck to everyone on their new ventures. Of course, Jared Gilmore wrote a really nice post. He played the young Henry for the first six years. He wrote, After hearing about the end of Once Upon a Time, I was sad but also nostalgic, and as always, hopeful. I was hit with a flood of wonderful memories. I want to thank Eddie and Adam for giving me the chance to bring Henry to life. I want to thank the cast and crew for watching me grow up and teaching me everything I know. I will never forget my time on Once Upon a Time. It has shaped me into the person I am today. I have so many fond memories with everyone from the show. I'll never forget the day I met Lana in casting or the first time I knocked on that door. You know which one. I feel like Henry and me are one and the same now. He has taught me so much. The show has touched so many people, and I'm honored to have been a part of it. I want to thank all the fans for being so loyal and just fantastic. You're all amazing. The series built a community I'm proud to say I'm part of. Thanks to the fans for always being there, for always watching and believing. I hope the fire the series has lit will stay burning for years to come. What is dead may never truly die. Keep believing, always have hope, and let magic fill your hearts, and once upon a time will always live on. You are all fantastic. Thank you for everything. It was a true honor to bring Henry to life, to bring magic to the world. I will never forget my time and once upon a time. Though our paths may diverge, never forget your fairy tale friends. Of course, Raphael Sabarge also wrote a nice, short, sweet post. He played Archie Hopper for several seasons. He said, what a remarkable and wondrous journey it's been. So grateful for our time together. And then he did the quote, always do your best. Makia Cox also wrote a post. She, of course, plays... Tiana in the latest season. She wrote, I want to thank Adam and Eddie for allowing my seven-year-old dreams to come true. Playing Princess Tiana and being able to embody the role of the first African-American Disney princess has truly meant so much to me and is something I will cherish for the rest of my life. To the cast and crew, you all are so amazing in so many ways. Thank you for making every day of work feel like play. To the fans, thank you for allowing us into your worlds. 
Getting to be a part of the Once Upon a Time family has brought so much joy to my life. Much love. See you in March. Mark Isham, who did all of the music for the show, also wrote, It has been truly lovely reading everyone's messages about the show now that we near the end. Thank you to Adam and Eddie for a collaboration I'm immensely proud of. Thank you to the fans, the crew, the orchestra, and the brilliant cast. Seven years of absolute joy. And we'll end with Bailey Madison's post. She played young Snow White. She wrote, Thank you to Once Upon a Time and the incredibly kind and genius minds behind it, Adam and Eddie, for showing me that dreams come true, while also encouraging me and others to always search for the magic in life. Congratulations on seven incredible seasons. It will remain one of my greatest honors to have been able to tell the stories you wrote for Young Snow. With all my love and admiration to the entire cast and crew, Bailey. So those were some of the highlights and most of the cast um, goodbyes. Definitely try to find the rest of them if you can. Like I said at the beginning, there were so many people who, you know, we kind of maybe have forgotten about who only were on the show for a very short amount of time but had really nice things to say. So definitely check those out if you have time. On that note, join us next time for a brand new installment of Storybook Weekly Mirror. Once again, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash storybrookweeklymirror. Follow us on Tumblr, storybrookweeklymirror.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Just search for Storybrooke Weekly Mirror and subscribe. Thanks, announcer. My co-host, Katie, please wish the listeners a good night. Good night, guys. We will talk to you again, hopefully soon. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for brand new installments of Storybrooke Weekly Mirror. Good night.